0: Welcome, this is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. We are not here by mistake. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It is not an error or a mistake or happenstance or we just felt like that we came here. No, 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 no. We came here, and we in this context includes all of us, the, because there are two sets of people in this church. The people that came from Egypt, and the people that they gave birth to in Canaan. So, whether you came from Egypt, oh, our case is not the case that all the people that came from Egypt died before they reached Canaan, all of us we are, still, are still here. Whether you came from Egypt, or you came to meet us in Mikahoni, we... <laughs> My wife is saying she came to meet us in Mika, honey. We came here for a purpose. So I'm, I'm saying so that you don't, some people don't feel as if, oh, and no follow them come. Because if you calculate, I was trying to count the amount of people that came originally, and they are not even up to we eh, are not up to tight. But the plan was not that we come and be overlords here. Eight years ago, Bishop started this church. And let me tell you one of the interesting things about him, for those of you who don't know him. He left a church he had pastored for years. Normally, when people want to start new church, mommy they will send the assistant pastor to have you know they do If you want to start church now, reverend you want to start the church. It's not me they will send or maybe obey. You say, Yeah, go to go and start the new church. No, this man carried himself and his family. He used to live in Bagada at the time. A church he had built and pastored for years. He left the church and started a new work. Brand new work and left his old church for his assistant pastor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we are here based on a divine mandate and a divine instruction. And you who has come to meet this come to this church, you are here on a divine mandate. You are not here by mistake. Even though you think you mistakenly walked in here, you walked in according to the timing and plan of God. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Even if they invited you and maybe because you near your house, you are here for a purpose. God has brought you here. And let me tell you one thing I've come to know. Not everybody will be here forever. Are, are we together? So if in this season of your life you are here, God has brought you here for a reason. And the vision God gave our founding pastor for this church is Clear. So our vision is clear. Can you please put up our vision? Our vision, Pastor Obey started with last last week. Our vision is simple. It says to be a community-based church influencing social change and economic prosperity. How? By teaching the individual to use what. So do what. Some people are saying this thing is long. It's long. It's imp- it's, the reason why it's long is because it's important. Some of you, when you see long things like that, you just read it like to be a community-based church, influence. It's long for a reason. It's long for a reason. Can we read it together? One, two, three, go. To be a community-based church, influencing social change and economic prosperity. By teaching the individual to use God's word to positively affect their sphere of influence. Pastor Obey talked a lot about the community-based social change, economic prosperity last time. But today, in part two, I want to talk about by using God's word to positively do what affects their sphere of influence. And according to Habakkuk 2.2 in the NLT, open Habakkuk 2.2 in the NLT, I like that the way it puts it very well. It does not sit like the other ones. He said and the Lord said to me was talking to Habakkuk about the vision. He said write my answer plainly on what? tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. If we miss our vision, very soon, maybe we we'll start in 10 years, the church will not be how we supposed to be. Unfortunately, unfortunately I may not be here. Reverend Duke may not be here. Pastor Baby may not be here. Mommy might may not be here to co- carry the correct message to other. You might just be the pastor of this church. Let me tell you, in this church, anybody can be at the now, If God is sending you text message or calling you and you're not picking your phone, my brother, don't worry. He can tell me to call you. Or tell Reverend Duke to call you, I will call you. If Reverend you call you, is it not go that Call you uh, If you call somebody and the person does not pick, and you call another person and tell the person to give them the message that you have you not given the message to the person, is that not an extension of that call? They'll go call you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. So, according to see, Bishop is not here again. After Bishop planted this church, less than one year, he went away, became zona coordinator. Bishop is not here again. Reverend Duke has carried the baton. Reverend Duke will not be here forever. He will give the baton to somebody. In this church, our pastors come from our church. Let me just tell you now. You know they import pastors from anywhere. Uh, are you listening to me? I know it might not be part of the administrative structure, but in this church, our pastors come from Where? of you that are running away from all this chair. I see the chair. Either. One day you will sit on it. One of you will sit on it. Praise Jesus. Quickly. Let me just go quickly. Point one that you must know about this church. Because we are casting the vision for the next 5, 10, 20 years. God gave the, the vision and he's an active participant in it. God gave the vision and God is an active participant in it. Both spiritually and physically. Go everywhere, anyhow you want it. God is there. God is there. So, like I told you all that story to say this, that God is here and God is an active participant. Number one. Number two. Let me rush through. People are at the heart of the work here. What did I say? People are at the heart of God's plan. God's plan is unfolded and made manifest through people. So as a church, you, people, everybody, you are at the heart of the work we do here. That's why our vision says. Can we go back to our vision? You teach individuals to use God's word to positively affect their sphere of influence I'm talking about people. It means that the way we treat one another matters in this church. The way we treat one another, I've had to take tasks to the to the to the gatesmen and even to Marilyn. The way and not just them for every service unit, every member. Let me tell you, you are not more important than any other person here. And I tell you, is that Shane? That's Shane, right? Bring Shane out, bring Shane out. You are not more important, no matter how much money you have, no matter what they call in your house, in your office. You are not more important in Living Springs than anybody. I am not more important than Shane. Come, bring him, bring him, bring him. I'm bringing him so that you know that he's. I'm using the smallest person that doesn't know what we are saying. Not the smallest people. You see Shane? You see him, he's a baby, right? Do you know why? People are at the heart of what God is doing here. Shane, what God is doing in in Shane's life is being sown here. Right? I will go. You will go. Shane will be here. Right? Shane might not be at Living Springs. He might have run to Canada or wherever he was running to, but let me tell you wherever Shane is whatever we teach Shane how you treat Shane reflects on how Shane does his life and his ministry wherever he goes he is an extension of the work here don't look at a child coming from from a disadvantaged background that doesn't look like your child and treat that child anyhow we are not we are not those kind of people here And I want to talk tough today, but it's out of love. Don't treat my son better than you would treat another person's child. Are you hearing me? He is not more important than anybody's child. In the eyes of God and everywhere. And we cannot carry that attitude. Carry that mindset. People are at the heart of God. And in Living Springs, our goal here is to make sure from children's church to the oldest person, we teach them. Not just, when I say we, don't think about pastory, don't think about leadership. Think about yourself. Because there are plenty of things God is teaching you that is not just meant for you. It's meant for her. You can teach me something. Do you know what I'm trying to say? There's a new application. There's something new in your school. I'm walking around like like somebody. You come and say, ah. That's not how they do this thing. Though. Do you understand what I'm saying? You correct me to tell me. And perhaps I will take that thing that she has taught me and I'll use it to profit by it, cause social change. When I came to this church, I was a wreck. I had my issues, I was broken. But I'm a testimony that God uses broken people. Bishop Odie oh, did you not give up on me. Reverend Duke did not give up on me. I'm here. No matter how broken you are, when you use the instrument of God's word, God can turn your life around. I was a young lawyer when I came here. Now, I'm a partner in a law firm. I researched for the International Labor I wasn't that. How did I get there? The instrument of God's word. Hallelujah. I'm becoming too passionate. Yes, I am. People form community. And when we say community, everybody thinks we want to go into the streets. And Pastor no. We ourselves, we are a community. We are a community of people. And the earlier we start behaving like a community, the better it is for us. Like the church in Acts. They shared everything amongst themselves. We are a community. Let me tell you, in in community, ideas are incubated. The weak ones are made strong. The stronger ones strengthen the others. People are the heart of God's work here. Number three. The gospel, God's word, is the foundation and the primary tool for building people here. I'm not going to build you by shouting. I'm not going to build you by, by, by reading from a business... Do, shall we do, do we do business seminars? Yes. Do we do healing and all those things? We do them. But I'm saying it because the next pastor is here. The next leaders are here. Right? The foundation on which we do ministry and Living Springs is Jesus Christ. Do we give people food? Yes. Do we do healing outreaches? Yes. But let me tell you, don't take your eyes off the ball. We are not an NGO. We are not a... Do women win money? Yes, they win money. But that's not the goal. It's not, that's not the goal. Right? We are supporting them based on the biblical principles we've taught. Immediately, Jesus Christ and those biblical principles get out of the window. We have no business doing church here again. It means that the foundation on which we are laid has been moved, has been shifted. We have turned to Shopee, or what's the name of, of, of all those federal governments? Trader Money. That's what we have turned to. The instrument of God's so will is the foundation, is the primary tool. And it's in our vision. We wrote it there so that everybody can see it and run with it. The gospel. The testimony about the the death, the burial, the resurrection and the ascension of Jesus Christ and his finished work is the primary tool that we use to build people here. There's no other foundation that has been laid except that which is Christ. 1 Peter 2 verse 2 to 5. Can I have it all please? 1 Peter 2 Verse 2 to 5 Therefore laying aside all malice all deceit hypocrisy and envy and all and all evil speaking because that's one of the problem of church when church is growing people start saying um, one of the interesting things I had, I was in church on that day also, I just complaining that I missed church, I was not happy I missed that day, it was when we did ask your pastors anything. And two questions that made me laugh. I was watching on Facebook. The first one said, <laughs> the first one said, um, they say, pastor, you say people are not loyal to you or something like that. <laughs> Why you say people are not loyal to you? I'm like, oh. for me, in my mind, you know, sorry, forgive me, everybody. I'm a lawyer. I'm taught to think about the reason behind actions and words. Yeah, so that I can get the answer. I said, for this person to ask this question, it means that somebody must have said, or something has been going around that, pastor have their people. It's already, you understand. So, And it's all those small, small things that have to spoil, before you know somebody that just came we come and you, you say rubbish and the person will not go back. Somebody is supposed to influence. Somebody is supposed to make their life better. So Peter was saying, the other question was this. This one is interesting. This is hilarious. Say, Pastor, do I have to tell you about my problem? I be, you have to. And I now laugh. And I now ask, and I ask who, the person that was in the car with me, I want to preach somewhere else. I said, how many people have come to ever meet Pastor and say, Pastor, can I hear your own problem? <laughs> do you understand? How many of you have come to say, Pastor, how are you doing? Some people check on us, but not everybody. Pastor, how are you day? Is pastor no human being? Or, or you think pastor does not have a problem? I said, one of your pastors is sick now. You think pastor does not have a <laughs> problem? You say, hey, pastor, I have to come and tell you about my problem. Are you not a pastor too? How many have you have gone to meet pastor and say, pastor, how fun are you doing? Pastor, you don't chop. Or you think it's every time you see pastor coming to shout here that pastor don't chop? but that's the entitlement mentality that people come to church with are we together that's the entitlement mentality that people come to church with but in Living Springs we are not that kind of church and I don't know where you are coming from I don't know how powerful your previous man of God was or how church was done there but in this place that God has brought you to at this time that's not how we do church We do church as a community. Each one serving one another. Therefore laying aside all malice, deceit, hypocrisy, that's 1 Peter 2 verse 1 to 3, right? And envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word of God that you may go thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Continue, verse 4. Coming to him as what? A living stone. Rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and what? Everyone, look at your neighbor and say, you are chosen by God. And you are precious. You are chosen by God. And you are precious. You also, as living stones, are being what? Built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to do what? To offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through who? The foundation, Jesus Christ. So everyone here is being built by God, brick by brick. Me, that you are seeing here, that is preaching to you, I'm being built. You are being built with what? The word of God and through the foundation that is Christ. And because we are being built, each and every one of us is a material being built up to a spiritual house, we are chosen and we are precious to God. It goes to my second point. If you are precious to God, why do I have to look down on you? If you are precious, if you look at your neighbor as precious to God, you will not have that behavior of looking down on people or treating people anyhow. Point four. The vision of Living Springs is a participatory one. What did I say it is? It is a participatory one. We are all, what, co-workers with God. How beautiful it is that God, who could, who, who could speak things and bring them to pass without the help of any human being, is saying, come as a human being, let us work together. Let's build together. Let's build people together. Let's build people up together. First Corinthians 3. Can we please open to that scripture quickly? First Corinthians 3. For those of you that traffic hailed and are just coming to church, sorry. Right? We used to, I mean, I used to, I don't know about the other people to delay for you so I can reach receive small of the sermon. For those of you that came early, bear with them. We are community. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Don't be angry. They want to close, want to close. Let them collect small, small words. Yeah. First Corinthians 3 verse 5 to 10. It says, God has given me unique gifts. This is the passion translation. As a master builder, as a skilled master builder. Who lays the good foundation? Afterward, another craftsman comes and does what? And builds on it. So, builders, beware. Look at your neighbor and say, Builder. Beware. 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 Look at the second one and say, Builder. Beware. 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 Let every builder do his work. How? Carefully. According to whose standards? God's standards. Go to the next verse. In our con- the next one now. 11. Uh-huh. Sorry. It says, who is Apollos, really? So, because in this church, they were saying, eh, I am from Reverend Duke, I am from Pastor Ama, I am from Paul, I am from Apollos. So, he was now saying, who is Apollos, really? Or who is Paul? This the issue of clique. Pastor, people are loyal to you. This is where the things to reach. This is where it seems to end. Aren't we both just servants through whom you believed our message? Aren't each of us doing the ministry the Lord has assigned to us? I planted the church and Apollos came and cared for it. But it was God who caused it to do what? To grow. The next, the next chapter, verse seven, 7. This means that the one who plants... Is not anybody special, nor the one who waters. For God is the one who brings the word supernatural growth. Now, the one who plants and the one who waters are equally important and on the same team. Look at the neighbor and say, we are on the, on the same team. But each one will be rewarded for his own work. Verse 9. So we are co-workers with Look to your neighbor and say, you are a co-worker with God. Look to the other neighbor and say, you are a co-worker with God. And you are God's cultivated garden, the house he is building. There should be no division amongst us. There should be no rancor. There should be no envy. Every one of us, we are a participatory church. And let me show you the numbers of how far we've done in the last one year. In one year, show me that slide. In one year, brief facts about this church, we have had 240 first-timers. From August last year, till August this year, we've had how many first-timers? <laughs> right, Some people are surprised. This one is no story. In the past one year, 240 first-timers have come to this church. Some of you are part of them. But if 240 people have come to this church, it's more than the people that are seated here today. Think about it. What if we retained 150 of them? We are 8 years old as a church. Imagine in that time. But let me tell you, we are not going to retain people by ourselves. Are you hearing me? We are not going to retain people on our own. If we do not retain them, you are part of the problem. Especially if you refuse to participate or you are not giving your best for this vision. Are we together? Are we together? Some of you have come to this church one year, two years, six months, three months. You are not doing anything. You are just sitting down. You are sitting down like an idol. You want to be served? You are the most important critic, uh, pastor no well. In fact, there no one does this chair. In fact, grass the grow for outside. In fact, why stand there? In fact, why church start late? In fact, this person the where they teach this thing no one sabi anything. In fact, the sound is not good. In fact, why this church even ah? This church they crack oh? Why they crack there? In fact, why the lights know they shine like this like uh, the other church way down the road? In this church, we are a participatory church. And let me tell you, one of the things we don't do in this church, the only, the only pastors don't earn salaries, right? To show we are a participatory church. We don't pay our singers. All Some of other churches, they pay musician. In this church, as long as you, I'm your senior pastor, I don't go pay anybody. Let me just tell you, if you can play piano and you don't like the way this piano is sounding, better go and start to play that piano now. Let me tell you. Because I, I have this, my philosophy is this: Why do I have to pay somebody to come and play an instrument for me when I'm not paying an usher to serve the Lord? I'm not paying my children's church teacher. In the last, i start paying somebody to come and sing for me so that the optics will be good. It means that every worker is worthy of their wage. We started paying to a clean church. My mind was that we should not pay to a clean church, but. That's my real mind. Why are we paying to a clean church? Some people say, oh, Pastor, you are archaic. You are old school. I'm like, see, let me tell you. I like the branding. I like the lights. We don't pay sound engineer. So if you don't like the sound, better go and start to learn. You do sound. Right? Do we pay? That means we'll pay money me for welfare. Abby? That's my logic. But I don't think, I, I don't. And maybe, maybe because of my heritage as a pastor, and I'm not, I, I'm not, I, I, I want church to grow so that we can reach more people. But I, I'm, I'm a retail pastor. Do you understand? I don't count my success by how large the church is. That I, I, do I want the church to be large, yes, so that we can reach more people. But you know, you understand what I'm trying to say. I waited for you people. If I wanted to hurry, according to Packaging. I'll say our church must be one hour, 13 minutes if we don't close. Some people will still be coming and church have closed. Praise God. But I think that I think that you benefit, I benefit from your unique talents, your giftings, the deposit as God has put in you. When we all come together to make this work, we're a true community. We become a true what? Community. A true community of people who love God, who have the same mindset. So in our timers We've had 22 children benefit, benefit from our education support scheme in the past one year, from primary nursery to university level. We've had over 200 beneficiaries of our welfare programs. I want to expand that. For those of you who were here the upper Sunday before I traveled, I got a, we gathered a team and said we want to do a, 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 our. We've been in a while, we did our medical outreach. We want to go into the community and minister to them a community where, where we think there are a lot of cultists and minister to them with God's word which is through a medical outreach and our target is to reach between 500 to 1,000 people right how do we want to reach 500 to 1,000 people well, if all of you don't come and come and you understand know what I'm trying to say if you say only pastor welfare team maybe choir imagine 10 people or 15 people trying to control 1,000 people will it work But that's how we're supposed to be. Coming together. Nehemiah 4 verse 6 quickly. I'm rounding up now. Nehemiah 4 verse 6. So this is when they were building the wall in Jerusalem. Nehemiah said, so we built the wall. And the entire wall was joined together. Up to half its height. For the people had a mind to do what? The work. And while well, I don't want to preach at you or, or, or believe to your struggle, some of you have been doing the same things over and over and over and again and you are receiving the same results. Why don't you try something different? Why don't you tr- decide to partner with God in his work here? Give some more of your time. You might say you don't have money. Give some of your time. Give some of your time. Give some time. Sacrifice some time participate. Join a team. Join a service unit. Pray. Pray. Give some of your time. Last point. Everyone has a role to play. Everyone. Reverend Duke was teaching when he was talking about the diverse gifts of the Holy Spirit. And there's one scripture I read. It showed administration, variety of gifts when we talk about the gifts of the Holy, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we, talk, we only think about it as the prophetic, healing, and those things. But in Scripture, where's that Scripture? Can you pull up that Scripture for me? The one that says administration, varieties, blah 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 blah. Administration, cleaning. Is, is, do you understand? To arrange things to work is part of the gift of the Holy Spirit, my brother and my sister. It's not only when I blow bees. All of you four. They say this man of God is powerful. God gave people sense to arrange things. God gave people sense to design things. Right? God gave people sense to craft things, to draw things. Eh? God gave people sense to, to to for medical science. You understand what I'm trying to say? If I say I want to give you injection now, no matter how powerful I am, and I pray for you that you are healed. And I now carry injection, I say I want to give you brush, will you collect? No it to. <laughs> but Mrs. Williams there can give injection she does not have to blow breeze on you to heal your malaria she gives you an injection my brother your body will start to be arranging itself in 24 hours, hallelujah praise Jesus, each and one of us have our unique skill and gifting we all have a role to play here and um, we're a church where everyone walks all hands are on deck in serving God one another and the community to call people to true worship. To enable a clear teaching of the gospel. The only requirement that we have in this church is that the, thing you are, the foundation you are, building, you are building, whatever you are building, is Jesus Christ. And to help you with that foundation, after you don't start to the work, we will carry you to academy. So that I will teach you number one, two, three, eight classes of, of our, our ethos here. But don't even wait for academy, because academy is twice a year before you start working. Go and start working now. Go and start participating now. Start calling people. A lot of us, if we even call, the, if you, every Sunday you call, you take the number of any strange person you see and you call them. Church will grow. Don't wait for follow-up or for us to clap for first-timers. Are we together? Call somebody's number. Say, ah, I want to call your number. If they like, as a guy, the girl should say you want to toast them. it they happen. You understand? You know if you want to collect a woman's number, you want to uh, or woman want to collect your number, you'll be feeling one kind. Or a woman, you say, hey, I don't want to collect his number. Let it not be as if I'm if it's a fine boy, collect his number in this church. We are not complaining. Now somewhere person, they know person. Wife know the fall from heaven. Have <laughs> ah. you ever seen any other person's husband fail from heaven? Uncle Lucky. Did your wife fall from heaven? Not be see, you see her. With your two clear eye, praise Jesus. Don't collect only fine guests' number. It's not see that we should be doing. Before <laughs> people will say, before people will turn my message upside down because some people are uh, experts are doing that. But what I'm just trying. To, what I'm saying is this: collect people's number and call them. Check on people. We are community. Take pictures with them after service. Post on your Instagram. Make them feel important. Some people will never post their picture. Except you post their picture for them. They have self esteem issues. Help them. So, when they now, maybe when you post somebody's picture, people are saying, ah, ah, this person is fine, fine." it will boost the person's morale. The next Sunday, Sunday, we'll come to church to take picture. My brother, and you will receive God's word. Are you hearing me? We are laughing now. (laughs) This thing is serious. I don't mean to make this thing joking or trivial, but this is serious. I'm just trying, we should grow, say we should grow as a community. Ephesians 2, verse 19 to 22. That's the end of my sermon. Ephesians 2, 19-22. Now, therefore, you are no longer what? Or what? Foreigners. So, you you are not a stranger. Don't come to Living Springs and be acting like a... You are no longer strangers. You are no longer foreigners. But fellow what? Citizens. With the saints and members of the household of... God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building, being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you, have, you also are been built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Let's not be strangers. Let's not be foreigners. Let's be brethren. There's a reason why in church used to go in all those old scriptures, say, bro, brother John, sister. You understand? Let us be brethren. Let's be friends. Let's be brothers and sisters. Don't come here and act like a stranger. If you like my native and you want to take a picture with me after service, call me. I will stop my meeting. I'll come and take a picture with you. And I'll post it on my Instagram. (laughs) I'm saying it jokingly. I'm saying it like this because I'm telling you, we are part of a community. And our community is not just online, on site. These days our community is on online. So if you're online, you are a member of our community, you are not, we are not secluding you. Right? Right? Yes. Let us take church and our walk and our love. Not just let's not just love in words, let's love in deed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, my conclusion, in the next eight years, we are calling you as members of the family of God to join and participate in the vision of Living Springs. Let us build together. God brought you here with your unique story, your unique gifting, and all that you are about. to bless others, and so that you too can be built. Through your blessing, through your gifting, through your talent, people are drawn to God. We are a community of heaven-bound saints. We are all going to heaven. Or we are doing life together. Doing life victoriously together. And in the next eight years, let us look back and say, Wow, God has been gracious to us. I found my friends, I found my family, I found my business partners, I found everything as part of the members of my church. Hallelujah. 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 Look to your neighbor and say, Let's build together. Let's build together. Say, God has put something in you for me. Look to your neighbor and say, God has put something in you, something in you. for me. Husband and wife don't tell each other. We already know that. Your God has put something out for you and there another person. There another person. God has put something in you for me. God has put something in you for me. Hallelujah. I'll just stand up. Let's pray. Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Godful podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CGMI underscore L Spring.